Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. Quick one before I let you listen to the pod. Uh, something's been itching at me for a few weeks, really since October 7th. And it was something that Father Peter McVeary said to us on the podcast maybe four or five years ago now. He said about how people are exceptional at compassion, but aren't always so great at solidarity. And he didn't mean it in a negative sense. He meant, you know, you could be watching a documentary or you could be watching a, you know, a, a film based on true story or, or just an ad for Focus Ireland and you will feel empathy for the people who are suffering. You may even be compelled to, you know, donate to the charity or do this, but we don't necessarily move beyond that into the realm of, you know, uh, maybe volunteering at a homeless shelter or getting involved in community homeless uh, um, support groups, finding out where your local direct provision centre is and seeing if there's ways you can help. But the other thing that really bothered me, and it's something personal, is that I obviously know that the Tortoise Shack relies on compassion. Without compassion, without your compassion of becoming a member and paying it forward, we can't exist. So compassion is really important. In fact, compassion maybe gives us the space to act in solidarity that we can help put forward voices that you don't maybe hear everywhere else, conversations that I feel are underrepresented in much of mainstream and we can continue to do that because of your compassion, because you've joined us on the Patreon feed, because you're giving us the fiver a month. So I suppose this is my long-winded way of saying that, you know, as someone who relies entirely on compassion to keep the lights on and the mics on, you can't even have solidarity without compassion. But much more importantly, you cannot have change without active solidarity. So I am going to continue to ask people to help us keep it going. I am going to ask you to click the link that says patreon.com forward slash tortoise because I believe in what we're trying to do. And I think lots of you do as well. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, Tony. Hey, please. What? What the world are voting for? What everybody is waiting for? We are dying. The ships are hitting our camp now. And people are shouting in the street, no cars, no ambulances. They are hitting us in London. We are afraid to go outside. What what I can do now? Where is the Irish government? Where? We need somebody to move. To do something. Hi folks, that was just a voice note left for me a few minutes ago from Zach just after we had finished recording the podcast and I've played it at the beginning of the podcast because you can hear how urgent he is. He is literally running for his life with his family. Please make this stop. Please. People are dying. Her friends are dying. If you're listening to this, please share it. Let people know that this has to stop. Tell Leo Varadkar, Mihal Martin to use their positions to call on the Israeli government to stop, to call on the American government to tell the Israeli government to stop. This is murder and it's playing out in real time. Please.
Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast. My name is Tony Groves and we continue to cover events within Gaza with people on the ground as quickly and as often as we can talk to them. In the last few moments, I received a message from Zach, who you will have heard from previously, about the situation and how badly things are deteriorating in terms of access to water, food, and news of a very disturbing massacre in the Jabalaya refugee camp. Uh, Zach joined me then to discuss this, and he puts out an appeal to the Irish government to use its cultural cachet, its political uh, links, to call for a ceasefire. To use our soft power and our political power and our and our voices within the Irish diaspora to call for this to stop. So please have a listen to Zach and let's put pressure on our politicians to do the right thing. Ireland is a small country, but we have a very big voice. So let's join Zach and Colin on our Taoiseach and Tánaiste to use that. We leave it there. Zach, can we just begin by asking how are you feeling right now? Um, I know things have been very difficult over the last couple of days and I've seen some of the carnage that you've shared with me via WhatsApp. Uh, how are you holding up right now? Like, you know, I, I'm really, I'm boiling. I'm bo- my blood is boiling. All people are boiling here. It's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I can't believe, I can't believe what is going on. It, it's a massacre in front. In, it's a massacre in front of everybody. It's a genocide in front of everyone. People are watching live on on televisions, and the world is watching and sta- standing like idle. The government. Where, where is the world leaders? It's a, it's really. I can't I can't imagine it. I can't. I can't believe what is going on and how the world allowing this to to continue. Can I okay so can I just ask you very quickly um you've been queuing for for food for water for bread the situation is now that Gaza is yeah. Gaza is now facing collapse in terms of even supplies of the basics just to survive. If you walk on the street now if I go now down to the street you will find a lot of people, a lot of kids, young men, women, they're carrying their gallons and they're walking around the streets just to get some water. Because some people, they bring water in, in water tanks, but it's very little. And some on, 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 on horse, in horses and donkeys, they go around and people are going around to find them, to see them, to, to, to have some. It's... It's, drinking water is very, like you know, very basic for for a human being to survive. Yeah, no, it's it, it's beyond cruel at the, when you look at it from from every angle. But can I ask you in terms of the bakeries? I know bakeries have been targeted. Is there bread? Is there is there food? Is are you getting? Is the portions getting? There are bread, but you don't get uh, like you know full portion that people get usually, and uh, uh, queuing is very long. Like you know, I, some people they prefer to die and, and uh, rather than queue in this, like you know, for five hours, four hours, five hours, and it's just a standing long queue to get a little bit of uh, of bread. It's a humiliating, demeaning, inhumane. Uh, nobody can do this to any to animals. 
Well, we, we've we've seen that, unfortunately, that the Israeli government have been very clear in the dehumanization process by calling the Palestinian Gazan people uh, um, human animals by, by doing this. And this has been a part of the problem whereby this has been allowed to happen. As you have pointed out to me routinely, that the... the the Western governments are standing by. But can I ask, unfortunately, just before we came on air, yet another massacre has, seems to have occurred in Jabalaya. Jabalaya, listeners will recall, last year was was the scene where, where there was four brothers and one of their friends murdered by a Israeli missile and the Israeli IDF denied and said it was a, a Hamas rocket that misfired. But then two weeks later had to admit that it was them. So this is already a refugee camp that has been hit before, and now there's there's reports of another thing. What are you hearing there, Zach? In terms of, you know, the the the, the problems that are happening on the ground while we're talking. I hear the news like, and I get some news lo- from from local news agencies. Uh, there are attacks on on Jabalia and Jabalaya, and tens of people are are killed. And you know, like you know, refugee camps. Uh, all of Gaza is very, very uh, densely populated, and the refugee camps is more, more dense. Mm. People are on top of each other. So if you throw anything, you will hit a, a person. You know. And imagine, imagine, like you know, a bomb, like you know, a, a one ton of highly sophisticated bombs. If they hit. A house they destroy the all the houses around it and all houses are very close to each other it's about half meter between each houses and in in, in a shot in in our camp today in the beach camp a shot camp they attacked a house six or seven six or seven houses around it is destroyed mm. Even it's it's like you know four hundred meter away from where I live. I felt the the, the missile the attack was like you know on, on the on the road that I'm st- I, like I, I'm there. Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, we spoke to Loe Elbasani uh, last night, and he 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 explained that these are sophisticated weapons. You know that they have GPS that they can be accurate within you know half a meter and less. And but because they are striking Gaza, it it is literally his own parents. They were well. He was on the phone to his own parents. They heard something hit the roof of their building, and it turned out that a house nearby had been struck, and a part of the the, the shrapnel had blown off and hit the roof of theirs. So it's causing damage. And many of these houses, after you know whatever happens, they will be in. You won't be able to live in them because they won't be structurally sound. They, they, the people will have been displaced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, my house on on the roof. Yeah, uh, I have I have a room a room on the roof. The window is smashed, and a lot of sharpness like you know on the roof and the uh, black uh, dust. You know the powder, the yeah. you know the, the dynamites. It, it's it's everywhere. Even in the houses, when you walk, it's all black, dark. You know, dark stuff. 
Zach, I'm, I'm conscious. I don't. Wanna, I know you've got limited electricity and a li- limited limited time, but I just want to ask you a question for for to 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 a message out. We've spoken before about your frustration and about the thing, but if if we were to t- talk to people in Ireland, what would you ask from people in Ireland t- today? Because this is important now that people understand that it's now we're now nearly three weeks into this and. It looks like it's very clear to people that Gaza was already a densely populated area with 2.3 million people. Now that 2.3 million people have been packed into half the space and they're looking to, Zach, and you know this, to get um, some sort of financial deal with Egypt to allow push people into the Sinai. How do we stop this this second Nakba? Yeah. How do what what is the what is the appeal from you and your your family in Gaza? I want to say something about Ireland. The Irish people and Ireland have a good reputation in Palestine. And all the people here, they love Ireland because Ireland understands it it went through all this before. And they understand what oppression means, what occupation, what colonization means. They understand. And I find it myself when I was in Ireland, and when I'm talking to Irish people, to my friends, I don't make much effort for explaining what's going on because they understand what I want really. I, because I know all the Irish people are standing with Palestine and they are refusing this genocide. What I want to ask, I want to ask the government, the Taoiseach, the Tanishta, you have a good relation with the U.S. administration. Now it's time to stand up, to speak up for human rights, for humanity. Ireland has a legacy and they have to stand for justice in the world. I expect them to speak up loudly and to speak to the American administration and ask Mr. Biden to stop this to say something please we need somebody to stop this and ask for ceasefire and let the humanitarian aid the basic things to 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 go into gaza people are in dire need for everything now and for basic the basic water water we need water only water to survive Zach, I really appreciate you taking the time to take this call from me at short notice. Um, I know it's very difficult for you and your family at the moment. I um, will tell you that people have been very in- impacted by your continuing to speak out, and we really appreciate it. Um, we will try and stay in touch with you over the days, um, but for for what it's worth, for, um, for what it's worth, pal, I, I need I, I need you to understand that you know we do care. People do give a shit. We just want, as you said. To use our influence, Ireland has got access to the uh, to a U.S. president who says he's Irish. Well, now is the time for him to uh, to first to use that influence and try and call on on him to call for a ceasefire because it will not happen unless the U.S. gets involved, as it did happen in our own country when the U.S. got involved. They when they when they put their finger on the tum, tum, the scales, things changed, and we need that to happen. Um, 
really quickly because as as you can hear from Zach talking, folks, people are dying right now as we're on air. The bombing has not stopped and the tanks are, are rolling into the areas. And this is ethnic cleansing that's playing out in front of our eyes. Zach, thank you so much again for taking the time. Thank, thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks to Zach again for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. Please share. Please let people know where to find us. Please recommend us. Please please support. Speak out. We need to do more. This cannot continue. This is the genocide, the ethnic cleansing, the massacres that we've read about, heard about. Now they're playing out and we can watch them on our phones. It needs to stop. We need a ceasefire now. We need to lift the blockade and we need peace and dignity for all people. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Tony and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber Podcast. Subscribe now.